Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Private insurance, Medicare or Medicaid, that can all change. If you test your blood sugar four or more times a day and inject insulin three or more times a day, you may qualify to receive at 106.5 FM and now 102.3 FM. I'm Jessica Ettinger, CNBC. Stocks are soaring on Wall Street this morning, extending yesterday's rally. Although there was a disappointing read on the jobs picture from the Labor Department today, another 351,000 people applied for unemployment benefits last week as businesses are still slashing jobs. Watch shares of Pfizer today. The FDA has now okayed booster shots for older adults and people at high risk. The CDC is meeting on guidance today. California is the first state in the nation with a new law preventing Amazon from disciplining warehouse workers who have to skip their rest and bathroom breaks to meet their quotas. Costco warning of toilet paper purchase limits because of supply chain issues and hoarding in spots where people are stocking up where COVID-19 is raging. Hospitals overwhelmed today in Alabama, Kentucky, and Ohio. Jessica Edinger, CNBC. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It It was was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. You've tuned in to KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. Bell Roof Company salutes the local veterans who proudly serve our country. Let's remember those who fought and those who gave their lives to protect our freedoms. Also, remember our troops currently overseas with a letter or care package this holiday season. We salute you, and your efforts and sacrifices won't be forgotten. That's from Scott Lyon and the families at Bell Roof Company in San Bernardino. For more information, call 909-885-6863. Remember, 
You're a friend, and your patronage is valued and catered to. God bless our great nation, and God bless our troops. Miss your favorite show? Download the podcast at kcaaradio.com. It's okay if you're wondering, is the COVID-19 vaccine safe for people like me? And when you're ready, use your answer. It was tested by adult volunteers of different ages, races, genders, ethnicities, and health conditions. Tens of thousands of people, a group as diverse as California itself. And thanks to them, we know the vaccine is safe. Let's get you there. Let's get to immunity. Learn more at vaccinateall58.com or call 833-422-4255. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare benefits line now. It's easy. Call 800-518-2281. 800-518-2281. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-518-2281. 800-518-2281. 800-518-2281. An important message from Byram Healthcare. If you live with diabetes, you know how challenging and painful it can be to manage your blood sugar. With private insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid, that can all change. If you test your blood sugar four or more times a day and inject insulin three or more times a day, you may qualify to receive at little or no cost, less copays and deductibles, a continuous glucose monitor, providing blood sugar readings with no uncomfortable finger sticks and alert you in real time to potential spikes with your blood sugar levels. Byram Healthcare is a leading U.S. provider of continuous glucose monitors. We carry most major brands and will work with your insurance to get your benefits approved. So if you have diabetes, call a U.S.-based Byram Healthcare specialist now and see if you qualify. 800-915-3052. 800-915-3052. That's 800-915-3052. Hills Country Kitchen is now open for business. Hills Country Kitchen, the newest restaurant in Yucaipa at the corner of 15th and Yucaipa Boulevard across from Crafton Hills College. Located in the collection of Crafton Hills Shopping Center along with Laser Legacy, the original Rosie's. Hills Country Kitchen, where you're always welcome. Hills has the recipe for delicious breakfast, reasonably priced lunches, and amazingly scrumptious dinner. Hills Country Kitchen in Yucaipa is now open for breakfast and lunch and amazingly scrumptious dinner. Where you're always welcome, Hills has the recipe at the corner of 15th and Yucaipa Boulevard, across from Crafton Hills College. Are you ready for a reboot? Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. History reminds us those hit hardest often become the change makers. This year, we've all hit crazy economic, social, and emotional rock bottoms. We all get knocked down. Something hits globally, locally, personally. It affects our health, finances, our relationships. We have to recreate a business or career. 
Each show, Sheila and her special guest will be sharing their reboot stories, guiding you with real solutions to upgrade and up-level emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. Here on NBC's KCAA Radio. If you're ready to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and bra straps, enjoy a listen. Here's Sheila. Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. Here we have real people sharing real stories and actionable steps to help you reinvent, rebuild, and reboot your business and personal life on your terms. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and today we have special guest, Yasmin Kreese Brown. Yasmin attended American University in the Washington, D.C. area and graduated with a B.S. in accounting. Once she graduated from American University, she went straight into banking and worked for HSBC Bank, where she obtained the Series 7 and 63, also known as the General Securities Representative Exam. Now, soon after that, she landed a hedge fund accounting position and accounted for 12 portfolios, which had a net asset value of about $1.5 billion. She now works in a nonprofit that places college students at their dream job on Wall Street. Although her career has changed, her love for math has not. Yasmin is the founder of The Juice Game, a roll and move tabletop board game that playfully exposes math skills. Oh, wow, that's, that's incredible. Yasmin hopes that The Juice Game can serve as a fun way to learn with family and friends. All right, welcome to the show, Yasmin. Thank you, so glad to be here. And I'd like to start off, I'll take these off, <laughs> by asking, um, Okay, this, this show actually came about based on my new best-selling book, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. And we've had more situations than we could ever fathom uh, in the last couple of years now. Yeah. Yes. And so um, I'd love to start off with asking you if you have some advice or maybe a story you could share with the audience about a time in your business or personal life where you experienced a tough situation and how you got back on track. Yeah, so that's a great question. And thank you so much for asking me that. I feel like we've all experienced a, a time of adversity in our life. Um, one that I can share with you that I feel is super relevant probably for your audience is when I did do the switch from my last profession to my current one. Mm -hmm. um, so currently, as you mentioned, I am a coach and I help students land their dream jobs on Wall Street and corporate 50 companies. But before that, I was a hedge fund accountant at a uh, hedge fund administrator firm. And basically what they do is just make sure that the hedge fund is running smoothly. And then they hire accountants, third parties, to make sure that everything is good. Um, definitely after Bernie Madoff. So hedge fund, hedge fund accounting is super important. Mm -hmm. But I did find that it was hard for myself to connect uh, due to a lack of diversity in the industry. And I've, I've always felt that representation is super important, which is why I currently work at um, SEO, which focuses on not only coaching students to land their dream job, but diversity and inclusion um, on all spectrums. So I would say that's what really started my journey in storytelling. Um, and I can get a little bit more into that later. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. So that is a tough thing sometimes when we have to change careers and make a decision to go with our heart 
and you know this heart-centric business instead of what we're supposed to do quote unquote so so that that tends to happen um that when we are on that path for those listening in maybe you think i really want to do this but i'm stuck doing something else that i'm really good at but it's not my heart just keep bringing it in and it's funny sometimes things won't work out or you know the company will have a, a turnover, something will happen and you'll be pushed toward your real truth and, and passions in life. And so that, listen to those, those little signs. Uh, one of the things I shared was one time I had lots of properties. I had gift stores starting at 23 and I bought these buildings, but at, at a certain time after 17 years, I rented all the buildings out and just spent time with my kids, got a teaching degree and taught at their schools and just had time with my family. And all the buildings were vacant at once. It was ridiculous. Wow. It, was a, it was like everybody just ran out of business. And I was like, oh my gosh, this has never happened. And I said, I know at night I'll Uber drive. First, and this is, this is the universe conspires for our best interest. So there I am doing the Uber driver job, okay? And I pick up this sweet little couple. They said, can we stop at the grocery store? Can you wait? No problem. And we're having a nice conversation. I'm sitting there some drunk person rear ends me wow. and it was a hit and run other people witnessed so my insurance covered it and i said i think the universe is telling me that that is not my <laughs> my occupation for life and it was like i i get the message okay really and so so that sometimes those things happen in a little way and if you're not listening it'll happen louder and louder until you get get the attention shows up exactly yes <laughs> yes yeah, so now um did you always love math or how did you get into all this uh, accounting and hedge funds yeah so that's a that's a great question um so i have always loved math uh, math has always just come a little easy for myself and i find it I find it pretty interesting that you can solve something that has an exact answer. So I think that's the certainty of math definitely attracts me to it. Uh, but like you said, I, I did major in accounting. Um, I took my first accounting course in college and pretty much nailed the exam. And my professor was like, you should definitely consider being an accounting major. At the time, I thought I wanted to go into broadcast journalism, which is a completely different hmm. <laughs> different career um but I decided to kind of take you know what made sense for me at the time and do what made sense for me at the time so I do enjoy math but I enjoy a lot of other things as well like art and science mm -hmm. yeah. yes that that is something and there's ways to combine mm -hmm. all our passions when I had my gift stores open at 23 going forward I, I ended up the heart of my store. I came through foster care as a kid. So the heart of my store was um, I created a program and close to 200 young adults emancipating from foster care went through the training program and then got hired at like the best companies. Wow. Nobody want to hire these kids. And, and those were my, that was the heart. Those were my kids. I had a social worker was my main manager that was, you know, just doing retail and she was top sales at Nordstrom's and, and had a social working degree and loved the kids. And so that the heart of the business was so different, but it, it helped the community. And we were really blessed because the clients, everybody that walked in the door felt that. 
And so even if you're doing that and you think, how can gift store, how can selling stuff to people help other people? So there's always a weird, I don't know, I was ahead of my time, I guess, but it was a weird way <laughs> to do. I was like, I just need to fund how to help these kids. And I, I just had fun. And I think when you're younger, there's something like there's no fear. I didn't have a lot of responsibilities at the time. And so it wasn't like, it was like, well, I got nothing to lose. I'll just try. And it did really well. So, so that's it sometimes. And we think we have these secure jobs and now we realize that most of us that we don't have anything to lose because look what happened with this Corona, um, which I liked it better when it was a beer. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't even drink, but, but it's, it's one of those things where it's, people thought they had jobs that they could depend on mm-hmm. and right. their careers. I mean, and even the entertainment industry uh, has shifted. Everything is changing. And really it's that this growing pains before things get better, I believe. So um, now I, I raised six children of my own. I adopted three, three of my own. And so we had this beautiful family. And one of the things we did a lot of is played games. I, and and Monopoly and the cash flow game were our two favorites growing up. That, so my kids have this great idea of a business and accounting and money and, and all that. So I my goal was to teach them. And many times they won and taught me. So, <laughs> so I'd love to hear more about how your game works, how it came about. Sure. So just to piggyback off of what you said, you definitely were ahead of your time. And there is a type of business that does exactly what you did, um, putting a mission first and then profit later. And it's called an L3C. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And it exists in Maine. Um, And I know that because that's where I started my entrepreneurship journey. Um, And at the time, I didn't know I was starting a publisher company. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what sparked the interest with Juice. And so um, when I was living in Maine as a hedge fund accountant, I definitely uh, felt like I lacked a community and I had a niche niche for storytelling. Um, And so I decided to start an organization called It Girl Association, which is now called It Girl Empire. And it's Mm -hmm. a publisher uh, today. But at the time, I wasn't quite sure what it was. I just knew that I liked storytelling. I liked art. And then I have this really academic side to me as well. And so fast forward to 2000 and I want to say 19, I thought of the idea of juice Uh, and it is a roll and move tabletop board game as mentioned and Monopoly was the inspiration for it. I don't know if you can tell or I've seen photos of it, but Monopoly was my favorite game as well growing up. And so I figured my first one should be something that I grew up on something that I feel comfortable with, but a twist uh, with actually learning and not just strategizing how to win. And so there is an accounting background behind the game. The whole point is to take over the lemonade industry on the on the board game mm-hmm. by answering as many math questions as possible. And so it's great for kids because they can learn and play at the same time. And I think that incorporating a play aspect while learning kind of hides the the learning that goes with it, kind of like hiding your vegetables <laughs> All right. in, a, in a meal for kids. And so I hope that Juice can definitely help kids like you who are, or your children, excuse yeah. me, who are interested in learning and also playing, you know, with their family as well. 
Yes, that's that's so healthy. And I think we ordered new games, board games. I mean, my kids are grown now in college and above, but but back then <laughs> they, they we had board games. And over over the years, I actually had a house burned down in Ventura, California, and lost a lot of our you know things like that. So when the pandemic hit, we actually ordered a whole bunch of board games. Cause we were like, what are we going to do? Books and board games and movies and walks, lots of walks. <laughs> so that was it. But um, that's the first thing that we had to have so that we wouldn't you know, go crazy sitting at home. <laughs> we're not we're not homebodies, really. So so for us, it was a, a major adjustment. Yeah. Now, for those listening in look for educational games. In fact, in that store, I had an entire section. It was 5,000 square feet. So I had a small, like little room area filled with all the educational games. There are so many educational games that you don't realize. And I would let my kids help me do the order. We would go and place the order, find, you know, source these games. And then um, the kids would, um, when they weren't in school, they come over like on the weekend and they play games. And where I, the first store was actually in this community in Montrose, California with older, mostly older grandparent age people was the demographic of who lived there. And so they would see my children playing these really difficult like brain games and learning math and and English skills, all these different things. And they would buy tons. They would have their hands filled with these games. And so it is a big industry. And it really, I, and I got lucky because I got all the games, you know, I'd get the broken game, <laughs> the store sample, and that's what we had at home. So we had a lot of games that we lost in that fire. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, but, but it does, it works, and it makes sense, and the kids don't know they're learning so much. Right, exactly. Yes. And adults, I'm telling you, you can learn too. <laughs> For me, math was, not, math was not my thing. Uh, growing up, and I was in and out of foster care. You can imagine going to different homes, different schools, all this crazy stuff. And so I was determined to learn. I went and got my degrees. And I also, um, I was a tutor at the Kumon Center. And they made me go through every single Kumon package <laughs> to learn. And and I was, and that was a, a, a barter situation. And I would work for them tutoring. And then all my kids got to go through their program for free, which okay. which was because I have six kids. Six kids is really expensive. And, and it, it doesn't matter how much you earn, it's a lot. And so and so that was, and I was determined to learn what I missed. And I remember it showing up where I could just do math in my head and I would beat people typing it into their phone (laughs) because, because I, and I was really bad at math. So it's all, it's, it is getting at the time and that goes for writing anything, any skill we can learn. It's just, you have to give yourself the gift of time to learn. Right. Okay. Yes. So. So that was cool. And I would, if parents listening in, sit down with your children, play games with your children, sit down. I would do homework alongside the children, or I would be doing my, my business homework. I called it like my books and my, my things, and they would do their homework and we'd be together. So they'd see, okay, this is what we do. We all do homework. And then we go play, we go to the park, we go have dinner, whatever. And so that was, they model children model what we do, not what we tell them, not what they read in a book, 
but how we're living. So that <laughs> makes a big difference. I agree. I have a daughter. She uh-huh. is one and almost uh-huh. half. So I definitely can uh, uh, identify and uh, relate, excuse me, to what you're saying. Um, uh-huh. Right now she's picking up so much, so much little things. And I'm like, wow, you're really trying to copy me already. It's so cute. But I definitely have to be mindful of what I'm doing so I can be a good role model for my daughter as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it's so true. And I, as a teacher later on, I got into teaching uh, and I did Montessori and Waldorf teaching. And so, and the children got to go free because they're, that's very expensive type of um, education, (laughs) these private. And it was, it was really interesting because I learned a lot. And what I noticed is that the parents that overhelp and you start giving your kids too much or doing the homework for them, uh, which happens a lot. And I was like, how is this helping your child? You get an A in math today, <laughs> Mr. or Ms. So-and-so, but, but your child is struggling in class because you don't let them learn. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, you yeah. yeah. And so it's really important. And then even going further, some people will, there was all this news about people paying for their kids to get into these colleges. That's that's ridiculous. I mean, you know, nothing personal, but you're doing your child such your young adult, such a disservice. First, you're saying, I don't believe in you. So I'm going to pay for you to do this. And then, (laughs) and then it's, it's, um, you know, if they can't survive, if they don't have the academic stability to be there, they're not going to get good grades and right. they're not going to pass and they're not going to be able to stay and they're going to be disheartened. Right. So and we're also takes there. away from the well-deserving students who deserved to be there. Exactly. And did everything they were supposed to do and didn't get in and, you know, don't know why. I, I definitely feel like I, um, I was, a, I was around that same age where that scandal was going on and yeah. I had a lot of um, intense target schools yeah. Some of them I got into, some of them I didn't, but mm-hmm. I was really disheartened to hear about that story yeah. uh, just because I know how hard that I worked for my academic um, bragging rights, I guess, or just my, my education in general. And um, yeah, I really hope those parents learn their lesson because right. um, education is serious and it, it takes a lot of hard work to be, uh, to do your best in school. It's not, it's not as easy as it looks. And mm-hmm. it can definitely take its toll on one's confidence when, you know, they feel like they gave it their all, they right. had GPA to, to get in, but for whatever reason, they just didn't get in. So that story was yeah. yeah. <laughs> really interesting. That is, and yeah. it, it really bothered me. And I felt sad for those, those kids that got that situation handed to them because it was really just how can you actually function you need to learn how to stand on your own two feet you're better off going to community college or taking clep tests get pay for a tutor if you've got that kind of money (laughs) pay for your child to actually have a tutor help them to learn whatever they need to learn so they can actually earn it and get into whatever college they deserve that to me that would be way better and I did, I, I tutored lots of children 
over the years myself. And I paid for my kids to go to tutors when they needed it. That to me was a valid expense, but then they earned their first cars and they, they worked part-time jobs and they, you know, and there was like, I got this. I did this. I did this by myself. I bought the car by myself. And there was that whole different, it's almost like self-confidence. Independence. Yes. And, and that's something that the first child I kind of messed up because, you know, six um, and, and I, oh, I, all the things I never had, cause I didn't have this home and I didn't have all these beautiful things. And, and so I did, I, I gave too much and there was some resentment and I said, oh, oh, wait a minute. How could you, how I'd be so grateful, but it was different. So it was like, no, you've got to learn to stand on your own two feet. And then that shifted our relationship. So it's, it's important to keep that in mind. And when we have little ones, enjoy that time as a mom, you know, you're working, you're creating these incredible businesses. Uh, and, and then you've got your little one at home and these are moments. Everybody says, enjoy this time. And then it's hard because yeah, but I got to pay the bills. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's that conflict that we get uh, that I know I definitely had a pull. And um, I was fortunate with the stores and the way I attracted my employees is I would um, run into, quote unquote, when I go to the when I go to the mall, I would run into the top sales ladies and we'd talk and I'd say, oh, you know, I have a baby. And they had children, little babies, too. And I said, well, if you work at my store, I can't pay you what these big stores pay you. But I have two nannies that are retired Sunday school teachers that watch my babies and you can have that. They can all play together. And it was like this little mini free, free childcare thing that happened. <laughs> and, and it was wonderful. So creativity is important. It, it definitely is. I, um, I adore creativity. I consider myself a very creative person. Um, which is why I feel like what I'm doing is a good fit for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, during the day, I'm, I'm a coach for college students, but mm-hmm. in my free time, I'm running this publishing business that uh, allows me to create and, and tell stories that I feel like aren't really being told. And so I, I love the fact that I can connect STEM with storytelling, mm-hmm. really creative and art artsy way. Yes, that is beautiful. And then you had this experience with the stock, stock market. And I do, yeah. <laughs> I my my great aunt, she's she was like in my grandmother's generation. So she was a generation above. And she was the first woman to work on the stock exchange. Wow. Yes. And, Selma, and, and she she really had to work very hard as a woman in a man's world, especially back then. <laughs> and, you know, she did really well for herself um, and eventually got out because it was tough, but she stayed in quite a while. So it is something. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. That to be able to break through these various differences in, in how, you know, the equality of, of working, going to school, getting equal education, uh, which is another thing. I, I actually worked very hard on the equal education for all um, in the U.S., which we obviously still do not have. And I, that's, you know, with my beautiful six children, I noticed right away the differences in the opportunities. I, uh, one of my children has a last name, um, this Hispanic last name, okay. and, so, and had a speech therapy problem. Okay. And the school said, we are going to put your child in ESL where nobody speaks English. <laughs> and I was like, but they can't, he's just learning to speak English. Okay. Like he can barely speak. We've gone through right. so much speech therapy. Um, that's not going to help him. The doctor writes a note. That's not a good idea. You know, like the whole thing. And they said, well, it's because we need to meet this quota and the last name fits Okay. And get funding. And I was like, okay, that's not going to work for my kid. So we left. And I had to figure out how do I fund all this alternative education so that everybody has a fair and equal opportunity. But I thought, you know, this isn't right for everybody else. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be able to go get a teaching degree and, and work with the kids and, and all that. But not everybody can do that. And that bothered me a lot. Yeah, so I, I can... Um... So speech is, is an incredible thing. I had a speech impediment growing up as well. And I think being able to um, speak and, and public speak is a, a very important skill set. Um, but we have role models like Joe Biden, who also suffered from stuttering, and he's now the president of the United States. Yeah. So I, I think there are some benefits to those type of classes when the intention is there. <laughs> right. Now, yeah. This, the class they wanted to put him in was only Spanish speaking. Spanish, yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah. Here in Miami. Is like, well, but he doesn't speak a word of Spanish and the okay. class is taught in Spanish and he's struggling with English. That wouldn't be fair. Now he has grandparents that only speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. So that's, and he did learn Spanish. He learned Mandarin. He, he learned Japanese, he, and, you know, and uh, a little bit of German. So he he knows languages great now. But at that moment in his development, when he was first grade, that wasn't going to work out. So it, it definitely, if you do have a child, if you're listening and who has, oh my gosh, they have speech therapy or they're a little bit behind in one thing or another, it, get as much help as you can. There's lots of free resources now, but also know that that's not forever. Right. And also practice makes perfect. Uh, I definitely will never say that I'm perfect at public speaking, but two, three years ago, it terrified me. I don't think I would have been able to come on here and do a podcast with you. <laughs> you know, here I am now. I think that um, sometimes we fear things that 
could, you know, be our calling as well. Mm -hmm. I would say as well to any parents that are listening out there, if your kid has a, a certain fear to something that isn't quite putting them in danger, maybe let them explore it a little bit, encourage them to explore it a little bit more because it could be their problem. You just never really know. Yes. Yes. Sometimes we just have to step out of that comfort zone. Exactly. Now, I'd love to ask you if you have advice for college students or parents of college students listening in uh, since you work with them and, and do the coaching with, with those students. Um, yeah. So now it's a, a pretty unique time. I have a brother who is in college right now. And he's experiencing things that I, I never really went through um, on top of all of the, the anxiety and pressures of going through college. Um, I would say uh, definitely consider what makes the most sense for you and your uh, young adult. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes going to a college far away might be the best for them to uh, gain that independence and confidence that we spoke about earlier. And then some uh, some kids, I feel like, should be you know, at home almost with their parents to have that support network, to have that uh, that that shoulder to really lean on. Because college can be very overwhelming; it can be very scary, and there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and I can't even imagine how much that pressure has increased given the new things that we deal with as uh as young adults like social media and um really social media social media wasn't that big of a thing when I started um uh my experience at American University at least Instagram wasn't Facebook was but not Instagram and so there's so many new distractions that can really uh derail someone's progression in school so I would just make sure that wherever they're going location wise it's a great fit for that student to make sure there, it, there aren't any distractions. They can kind of just get through and, and, and get out <laughs> as easy as possible. Yes, that makes sense. And, you know, I do have two students of two of my babies that are adult, young adults that returned home because the dorms closed down and they actually made, one of them made the choice to um, take a break but not really. So she did community college online because she said, I don't want to pay these prices for online. <laughs> and yeah. so three degrees over the lockdowns uh, in her, in her area of study. And now she's back at school with her working towards psychology licensing and this and that. And it's, it's nice to finally this, this last few weeks, she barely started going on campus again because where we are they you know they're barely allowing a certain small percentage and so that's it's just been really interesting and it's hard on young people because i have my young <laughs> my young family and it's difficult socially yeah then went to get jobs extra jobs even though they're going to school just so they could socialize and talk to people because <laughs> yeah. it's it's different in a way it's maybe it's protecting us from from some things um but it, the college experience has changed and you, it has. all yes. you have is the studies you don't get to go socialize as much now with all the different rules and depending on the time and state you're in right so, yeah yeah it's, it's what we do it's kind of you know it's it's uh the time we live in and 
they're not alone. All of us can't really socialize as, as we would. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I'm totally feeling it because I'm, I would travel. I, I did a lot of travel with the Tony Robbins group and I traveled seven years straight and okay. I had a blast <laughs> doing consulting and coaching and traveling all over and seeing everyone in the world. And, you know, you're in this, this room with 15,000 people and everybody's hugging and laughing and dancing around. And, and then you get stuck at home and I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> this is not, I don't even know what to do. You, how many times can you clean your house? <laughs> right? So, and then nobody's coming over to visit that much because they're all afraid or whatever. <laughs> so you're like, or they can't travel to come see me. And so it's like, and nobody's going to even see the house. I get to enjoy it, but you know, there's only so much. Yeah. So it, it was, it was tough. I'm glad things are starting to open up again and I hope they stay that way. Uh, and now for, if I have, let's say, let's pretend that I had young ones that were just in high school getting ready to prepare for getting ready to apply to these colleges. What advice do you have for that group? Whoa, that's a good, uh, a good age range um i would say do your research on each school and almost treat it as if you were applying to a job so when you do a job search uh you really do your research on the company and see where you fit in in regards to culture fit um etc so i personally believe that each college has it has its own culture it has its own type of people that it attracts um, and so that research is super important to complete and do and understand. Mm -hmm. The reason why I did uh, attend American University was because it was really huge on internships. And they had sent me a letter um, saying that 85% of the students that go to AU graduate with two internships. Mm -hmm. And I already had an internship under my belt at that time. I interned at a law firm in, in high school. And mm -hmm. so, um, I knew that AU was the right school for me because not only was it in, in the middle of DC, um, but it, it really valued uh, hands-on work and internships. Mm -hmm. So that made, and that made it a good fit for me. Um, funny story, I was actually in line a week before to uh, register for school in, in San Francisco at San Francisco State uh, University and ended up leaving because the line was too long. So <laughs> I'm glad I received that letter in the mail right in time. Yes. But a different school. Uh, but yeah, do your research and, and think about how that school is a good fit for yourself. Right. Now, that that makes me think of, you know, sometimes it's like what I started this conversation with the thing about we're redirected. You think, oh, I want to go to this school because my friends are going there. It's the best school, whatever. And you're redirected to something even better. So I, I got my first degree um, it was just like in computer training and information systems. I needed the money. And I, I really, I worked at my first job at 18 years old. I was working at NASA JPL. So it was great. Yeah, it was really good. And my parents were like, you're going to work here 50 years and then die. And, you know, it was that whole old school mindset. And I was like, I don't think I can handle this for 50 years. I would get the corporal tunnel from typing and I was in physical pain. And then they would have me lead the safety training classes. Now that's me talking to people. That's I'm good at that. <laughs> Sitting at that computer doing programming was really hard. And so I kept being redirected 
And, and then I, on the side, I would sell things at the swap meet, you know, at first it was garage sales and, and all that. And then I, that's how I ended up opening that first gift store at 23 and leaving uh, the programming behind uh, for good. But I, I did actually build my website mostly because the people that tried to build it like kind of left in the middle of the project after they got my money. So I did that myself. So I, it does come in handy. You know, it's a good thing to have, but literally you get redirected later. I wanted to get another degree after I shut down the um, stores and then got the passive income from them and rented them out with all the kids. I wanted to be with them. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to go to you, UCLA, and I was a mom. You're a mom. You know, you know, there's this thing. Well, back then, the policy was the first year you have to live on campus. Hmm. If I lived up the street, you know, like I could drive there. And you have and I'm like, well, I have little children at home. There's no way this is gonna fly for me to just like leave everything and go to college life. Right. It's not going to happen. And so and they said, I don't know. This is for active adults between this age and this age. It's a special accelerated business program. And I was like, but it's not for active women in that age group that have children, which they had 2% women. And they didn't know why the numbers were so low. I actually wrote them a letter. I thanked them. I wrote them a letter. Um, I appreciated getting accepted, but there was no way. And I got redirected to a small uh, university, Woodbury. And I got a degree there and it was Socratic method and presentation. And that to me was like home. I love to talk and work with people and present and, uh, you know, and later I did UCSB uh, for Montessori teaching. And then I did USC. So I did all that later and the, the universities listened because they started actually creating programs where if you have children, you don't have to like live in the dorm. <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like, how is that going to work? What are we going to do with our kids? Right. Yeah. And so I, I was really happy that it worked out. But at the time I was, I was sad that I missed out on the opportunity. Yeah. But yeah, um, I feel like that happens to, to all of us. Things don't work out for a reason. Yes. And so that's definitely happened to me multiple times. And then a greater opportunity presents itself. Um, so yeah. I'm glad you were able to work that out. As a yeah. mom, I definitely can. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. That was like, you know, your babies, you'll do anything. We'll walk on fire for our babies. Right. First. And so it's like, uh, you know, I'm doing this for them, but not to be apart from them. Right. Yes. Now, uh, in my book, I actually have a whole chapter on careers. And one of my topics is a lady that I ran into at a restaurant and she was, she had grandchildren. So that was her age group. Yeah. She, young grandma, let's say, cause she had her babies young and she, we were just talking cause nobody was there. So like, I was like, sit down and eat with me, you know, and we're sitting and talking and we're having this great conversation and I was sharing about this book that's coming out and everything. And she said, oh, you know, I never got my high school diploma. I'm so embarrassed, but I got pregnant young. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I had these kids, just like five kids, this and that. And, and she tells me, you know, she doesn't know what to do. She'd love to go to college. That's her dream. And of course, working with all these kids that I had, I was like, well, you can just go take these, you know, you can go, you can go tomorrow. And she literally did. And now she, this is a couple years ago. Now she has this whole new career and she has a degree. <laughs> so, yeah. And so if you're thinking about going back to school as an adult, it is never too late. Never and, too late. Yeah. And what advice do you have for adults that are thinking about going back to school? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, it's never, it's really never too late to go back to school. Um, I think as an adult, we have more responsibilities. And so uh, as a teenager thinking about going to college, the last thing that last thing I thought about was, okay, well, what about the debt that it gives me or what about the student loans and what happens after that? So I think as an adult, it's definitely situational, um, but anything is possible. And I feel like um, it would just be, you know, as long as it's, as long as you see it fit for your financial situation, I think that um, it, it's definitely possible. I know that student loans and grants are, are definitely helpful. Mm-hmm. And so I would say just do the research on, on that, on that part, yeah. because as an adult, you know, we have adult responsibilities. <laughs> yes. Now, I just found out about a, um, a university that's online that's accredited that is exactly free. I really? think you have to pay for the textbooks and you could sign up for a scholarship for that too. Okay. And I have contacted them to get more information and permission to share about that their programs because that would be such a life changer for so many people. Uh, it's all online, which a lot of things are anyway now. Uh, so that that's one thing and things are changing. Now for me, every time I went to school, I, I would take out the loans and they have this deferment. Um, anybody that has a school college loans, you know about this deferment. So while you're going to school full-time or part-time, you get a deferment. So that means you don't have to pay the right. loan back until you graduate. But, and it doesn't usually start accruing interest or at least back when I was going to college, it wasn't accruing interest while I was in school. Right, I have heard of that. Yes. And so what I did, because I was working and going to school, every time I went to school, I was working. And so I would pay so much a month, a couple hundred, $150. And I made sure that I paid those loans off before I graduated. And I, I remember taking fun classes just <laughs> to, to pay off the loan first. And then, you know, or one time I did the, I, there was zero interest on a credit card for so many 18 months. And so I got that and I paid it off. And then I, you know, did some little interesting things to get out of it. And then I kept my little payments and I didn't pay any interest. And that was, that was my goal. And so there are ways. Yes. So if you can pay 
$50, $100 a month toward your school loans, just a little bit, that's going to, it's not going to have that interest while you're in school. Totally worth it. Yeah. Add, I also have noticed that a lot of the students that I work with have a huge interest in entrepreneurship and mm -hmm. uh, entrepreneurship doesn't take any you know, courses. Actually, most courses are free that you can take uh, to understand the field that you're trying to go into. So I would also consider, you know, what is it that you're trying to learn in school? Is it something that falls in the realm of entrepreneurship? And is there other resources like a mentor or a local program that can provide you the resources that you need to get your feet wet and in, in the industry? Yes. Yes. You know, college is great. It's nice to have a degree. In fact, I did after I ran all those gift stores, I went back and got all those teaching degrees and everything else. And it was really because everybody else had a degree and I wanted to see what that was all about. You know, and I wanted to be current in the field and I enjoyed it, but it was really an experience. And my work experience and life experience were far better than the degrees. Yeah. And how to learn and how to listen and how to present a certain way, all these things. And there was great value in them. Yeah, but the life, the life skills of just go to work for a company. If you want to be like that company, go work with them. Mm -hmm. Volunteer right. for organizations, doing things you care about and share the talents you already have and you'll get a job in a minute. And that, that that's going to help. It, it's, it's always the way. I mean, I've been offered jobs because I volunteered that I never applied for. And they actually said, just fill out the application after the fact to have it on file legally, whatever. But because I was just volunteering. That's an interesting secret. I, I've never heard that, but that's well, super it works. <laughs> and it works in fields. I wasn't, I didn't even know. I mean, I, I got into some political things, helping run campaigns. I didn't know. They said, what's your party as a free spirit? I didn't even know anything about politics. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> I about people and you know how to work with them and coordinate and and my best friend's husband was actually running for office and I was like oh you know this is what the the room says change your speech like this do this do that and the manager left and they hired me and then it went from there you know so that was just a volunteer they were like you're so good at that and I was like I am nothing I knew nothing about politics and yeah. you can learn things real fast when you need to. <laughs> I just love those. They were my best friends, you know. So it was that kind of a thing. And then I got political with with the um, equal education for all um, over the years. And that's something we still work on with okay. different um, opportunities and options that weren't available when my kids were little, like um, charter schools and areas where the schools are failing the students because it's not the right zip code. So they don't have the funding. Mm -hmm. And um, also like the opportunity transfer if your student is being bullied, where you can take your child and go to a different school district if you need to. Um, so lots of things like that, but it's a system that's broken and we need to work on that. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be rebuilt. And it's almost like the universe conspires for our best interest. Because everybody got the opportunity to homeschool for a while and be home and see what's really going on, what's being taught in class, because now it's online. And 
what do I want my children to learn? And so I think that's, that's actually our children that have gone through this crazy time are going to be such incredible leaders through, through all this. Cause they're, this is some living history. We are we're definitely living through history. Yeah. There's always a bright, a bright side to everything. Um, I think that COVID-19 has been an emotional and mental toll on, on everyone. And, mm-hmm. um, I hope that we can see you know, the brighter, uh, the brighter side after this. But, um, the cool thing is that you mentioned is that we have been able to spend more time with the people at home. If you are, you know, at home with people, if you're at home alone, then that's kind of a different story. But um, yeah, COVID has been crazy. I, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So now I'd love for you to share, we're coming to the end of our talking time. So I'd love for you to share uh, where people can connect with you as uh, students that want to get your, your coaching for getting into colleges or just to, to get the game, where can they connect with you and learn more? Yeah. So I work for an organization called SEO sponsors for educational opportunities. And if you are interested in learning more, definitely uh, check out their website, SEO.org. Um, they've been around since the, uh, I want to say, 60s, um, since, yeah, 1963. So uh, they, they're definitely. <laughs> My light fell. What was that? My light just fell. That was all by itself. Oh, no. <laughs> Your phone rang and my light fell. So go ahead. Repeat that last part. I'm sorry. They've been around for a long time. So they, they're pretty well known and um, they have a lot of resources to offer. So if you're interested, definitely check them out. And you guys can connect with me. I'm on Instagram as Yasmin underscore Iman. That's Y-A-S-M-I-N-E underscore I-M-O-N. And you can learn more about Juice on the website at juice.games. And it tells you all about the game. You can see pictures on there and it explains how to play as well. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Jasmine, for being a guest on the show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> and, and for those tuning in, we'll be back after these messages. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, Reality at its Finest. Before we get started with today's episode, I would like to thank today's sponsor, and that is Ether Diamonds, the world's most sustainable diamonds and the only diamonds that are actually good for the planet. Ether creates the world's first positive impact diamonds made from air through a process that removes harmful air pollution, captures the carbon from it, and retasks the carbon to a higher purpose in their one-of-a-kind diamonds. These are 100% real diamonds with real impact. In fact, every carat of ether diamonds offsets your personal carbon footprint for over a year. They're some of the highest quality diamonds you could buy and certified by IGI, the world's largest independent laboratory for testing and grading gemstones and fine jewelry. Now you're no longer stuck having to choose between mined and regular lab-grown diamonds, both of which harm the environment. Ether offers the only truly sustainable diamonds on the market, requiring no ethical or environmental trade-offs. 
They're the only guilt-free diamonds available in the world. To learn more about these revolutionary diamonds from AIR, visit their website at etherdiamonds.com. That's ether spelled with an A-E. And follow them on social media at etherdiamonds. A-E-T-H-E-R-D-I-A-M-O-N-D-S at Ether Diamonds. All right, and now let's go on to the show. In each person's lifetime, there will be a series of waves of rock bottom events. These times are when your identity needs a reboot. These are the sacred and historic times that offer you a chance to reinvent and reboot your business and personal life on your terms. I hope that your life is always blessed and that you will never need a guide. However, if you need help, accountability, community, and connection, along with a rock-solid reboot plan, then my new book, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, will be like having me by your side. It is now available on Audible, Amazon, Kindle, and includes a free mini online course, meditation, plus 11 additional guided application workbooks. Why would you want to get married when you're not ready? Or, you know, but but it's, it's a different thought process. And so when you're in a relationship and somebody's thinking, yes, we're going to get married because that's what you're supposed to do. And the other person's like, no, I'm suffocated. I don't want to do that right now. Now is not the time, and it may be your now in that you don't want to be tied down to that model. Or if you find somebody that's completely free like you are, and you're like, hey, we can have fun, we can do this, and we have our agreements, you may jump into that relationship and be like, this is the best ever. But if you don't find something that aligns with where you're at in your life, it's kind of not being in integrity and honest with with the other person if you're pretending I'm going to marry you. I'm going to show up. We're going to have this or that. So integrity, look at this. Yes. Yes. So, so integrity is everything. I mean, I don't know, as a woman, I think it's really important to just be honest about things when you go into relationships. A lot of people though, when you say that they think, oh, I can change him. I can change her and I can change myself. I can't change you. Mm -hmm. And so when people start getting into this whole Maybe I can change him. Maybe I can change her. You're not in it for the right. You're not in the relationship for you. You're in it for, for, you're not in it for them. You're in it for you. That's right. Because the essence of the person who they're being, who they show up as on this planet, that's the beauty in them. That's the part that you love about them. And if you don't let them or want them to be who they are, then you, you're loving a different, a fantasy person. That's not your person. Exactly. Yes, it's it's really important. And there are people that align that, you know, they want freedom and they they have a a wonderful companionship and fun. And that's what they want. So, you know, success in a relationship is a different definition. If you probably if you surveyed a thousand people. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. People. AP News. I'm Ed Donahue. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says there is an agreement between the